0: Hello and welcome to the Jenny Talks podcast. Today's episode is Jenny Talks going back to school. I'm talking to Ali Campbell from The Resource. He is a long-term children's and youth worker whose passion for encouraging our faith-based youth work to be better resourced and supported is seemingly unending. Our conversation, only slightly interrupted by the sudden appearance of one of my boys, coming up in just a moment. So hi, Ali, and welcome to the Jenny Talks podcast. It's really good to have you here.
1: Thank you for having me. It's a delight and a pleasure. Brilliant.
0: So, um, Ali, why don't you sort of just begin? Tell us a little bit about kind of uh, what it is that you do and who you
1: are. All right. My, uh, my name is Ali Campbell. I'm a youth and children's ministry consultant. I work as a freelancer supporting churches and faith organisations and mostly children and families and youth workers um salaried or volunteer um through training support mentoring resources whatever's needed really um
0: yeah, yeah great that sounds me. like yeah there's quite a lot There's quite quite a lot going on there for you and that's great um and ali and i have been friends for goodness must be four years something like that at least um and uh yeah
1: at least that yeah, mate yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah there we are um so honey we're going to talk today a little bit about um young people and children and supporting them as we as they return to school of course the return to school this year is kind of exacerbated by the fact that they haven't been in school since March which who'd have thought you know going back to this time last year that anybody would have been able to say um you know our kids have been six months it just seems bonkers really um but j- just tell me a little bit about what your experience has been
1: like during lockdown um i think we've got um i'm married i should have said that in my introduction mm-hmm. uh, married got two daughters they are 15 and 12 mm-hmm. and i think just in terms of trying to find a rhythm and a pattern to life together um i'm Both myself and my wife have carried on working. So we've just had to find different ways of doing life in the home, Uh, not going to offices, obviously. And um, for myself, face-to-face training, which was part of my job, all that dried up as we went Mm -hmm. into lockdown. And just being in the same space together for long periods of time, just finding a different rhythm of life, Um, going for walks. We've done loads and loads of walks, it has to be said, more walking than we've ever done in our lives. But that's been really good for us, I think. Um, And certainly that gives us space to breathe in the day, I think, and just let things fall away if we're feeling anxious or stressed or tired. Um, It's always felt revitalising to just go for a little walk even. Um, So walking's been a key part of our lockdown time. Lots of Zooms with... um, grandparents and connecting with people in that way or facetiming we've even done a few um, catch-ups with meals with friends where we've just stuck the ipad at one end of the table and we've sat at the other and we've shared a meal with people um that's been really good fun enjoying doing that together um and it's just it's just felt weird um but we've got there and now it's all going to change again as our girls go back to school yeah
0: Um, um sorry about that if you can hear that clunk on the on the recording that was my son closing the door behind him um <laughs> and i we you and i we have quite similar kind of uh family life so you know um that was my 14 year old just creeping in and um i have uh, yeah one of them my younger one is 11 and so he's starting secondary school um this coming week monday um and I recognise kind of what you're saying there about the difficulties that we that, that have been and trying to find that rhythm. And I'm not sure that we ever did really. <laughs> um, but sending yeah. out, sending them out for um, for their daily exercise and all of that sort of stuff, um, I think it becomes particularly important, doesn't it? Um, as we uh, as, as we've kind of travelled through this this strange time together as a country um, yeah so what are we what, what are we kind of how are we going to support these young people and these children and their families of course you know we mustn't forget young people don't just arrive as young people they are children before that um, which is a, a theme that's been through our conversations together for a long time now uh, and of course they don't yeah. Also, they don't live in isolation, they live with their families, and that's a real key point I know for you in particular uh, and, and for me too about treating the family unit as a whole unit and not just seeing um, the kids or the um, the young people in isolation so um there's a few things uh, you know that we I thought w- would be quite good to discuss, but perhaps in particular thinking about parents um, and how parents might be able to help their young people some kids have gone back already we're we're sort of right at the beginning of september as we're speaking so some have gone back already some are not going back until next week um and that's so so we're on that cusp kind of of the kids going back have you got any kind of ideas or tips that you think would be helpful
1: um i think I mean, the first one that I think we can, particularly mm-hmm. as workers, um, so thinking partly as people doing youth work to start with and then thinking as mm-hmm. a parent, I sometimes put how I'm feeling on the back burner because my focus mm-hmm. is other people. So in a youth context, that's a focus on what's going on for the young people, how can I support them, how are they feeling. With my own kids, I'm like, what's going on for them, how are they feeling. And and actually, I think the first Place I would say is we need to start with recognizing how we feel. Mm. And take a moment just to experience what we're feeling. How are we feeling about them going back? Are we relieved? Mm-hmm. <laughs> are we, you, <laughs> bit of space? Are we uh, also anxious? Uh, are we stressed, worried, frustrated with communication if it's not been great with the school about how things are starting back and we feel in the dark? What is it mm. that we're feeling? Mm. Sitting with that for a minute and being in touch with that, I think, helps us then, you know, for me, that helps me think, well, if that's how I'm feeling, um, then all these emotions and more will be buzzing around in my own children as they think about going back. Um, And the next thing from that, I think, for me, is it just reassuring my children that it's normal Mm. to feel anxious. And I think, you know, I don't know what your kids are like or young people that you work with, but certainly in terms of youth group context, there's often conversations I've had with young people where they feel like they're the only person experiencing this or feeling this. Um, That might be that worry Mm. or anxiety. This is one of those contexts when we can say everybody is feeling anxious and that pretty much be the case. And they're going back into a situation where nobody Mm. has done this before. So nobody knows what's happening as opposed to the kind of, other people will know what they're doing and I don't know what I'm doing. Nobody knows oh, what they're doing. No. <laughs> and I, I know that can sound like, well, I just thought it going to be a nightmare. But in some ways, I think it's more reassuring just to remind them that um, it's normal to feel anxious. This is new yeah. for everyone. Teachers, other students, everybody, however your school is starting back. Um, in our case, it's a staggered start back at secondary They've got separate entrances for different year groups. They're yeah. in year group bubbles. Uh, they're not going to be mixing outside of their year group. They're going to be in different classes. The structure of the days are going to be different. Timings are going to be different. Everything's different, but it's different for everybody. And I think just, just knowing that yeah. as they go back um, and just talking about it rather than yeah. ignoring it. And also things will settle. So although this is all different, by the end of the first week back, there will be a new pattern that will have set and Mm. established itself in Mm. its new routine. So I think that will help. It will be a week or two, and then they'll be into a pattern of thinking about things they've not been thinking about, homework and have I done that piece of work and what's going on tomorrow. And then, but then that's that will normalize, I think, being in this strange situation as they get into a routine, a daily habit again uh, related to school life that that's been a little bit sporadic and different depending Mm. what they've been doing um, prior Mm. to the summer holiday. I think for
0: me, one of the the key things that I hold on to (laughs) above lots of things as a parent myself in particular is that schools are incredibly good at being flexible and responding to big changes they've always had to do that and so you know this idea that um no that that nobody knows what they're doing oh, it, it's absolutely true we don't we don't know teachers teachers are, are more anxious than I've ever seen them before I think um but as a uh, in school as a whole and school structures as a whole they are very good at adapting and being flexible and 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 Normalising things that are uh, a big changes from where from where they've been before, so that I think for me as a parent, that's really comforting. Um,
1: Yeah, yeah. and I think accepting there are things that Mm. we can't know the answers to, um, and that I think acceptance of things Mm. is difficult. um, We feel like we should know. you know, and the the government's been in the same situation. And, you know, you can look at it from a political point of view and blame the government for things. But actually, you know, I think generally speaking, it's people trying to do their best in a situation that we've not encountered before. And so I'm not surprised we've had government U-turns and things that have changed. And again, that we don't have a flexible way Mm. of doing government as Bed, schools can be more flexible yeah. and adapt, and you know they'll they'll do stuff on mm. the hoof if they have to, and their priority will be how can we ensure that kids are safe and yeah. happy, um, even if this is a very strange situation we find yeah. ourselves in. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's true.
1: I think the other thing, just I'm trying to reassure my well, say, communicate to my kids is um, manage yourself in the moment. So, you know, when you're back Mm -hmm. in school, um, just simple things like if you feel yourself getting a little bit stressed or anxious, breathe, take Mm -hmm. a moment, take some deep breaths. Just have a pause before you kind of launch into a frustrating Mm -hmm. rant or something. Um, Reminding them, I mean, I don't know if your kids need this, but reminding them daily to drink. Um, Like, for goodness sake, would you drink? (laughs) you know if you if you're feeling stressed Mm. and a little bit anxious and you've not had a drink you know and the head starts coming in and you feel the thought i mean all of Mm, that just adds to you not feeling brilliant so it's it's just again reminding them Mm. stay hydrated um and be be aware that everybody's capacity will Mm. have dropped because of how we've been doing life so again Encourage them to be kind to themselves if they feel like it's taking them a while Mm -hmm. to get back Mm -hmm. into it, Um, you know, and not be Mm -hmm. too hard Mm -hmm. on themselves. And, you know, manage each moment, break it down, break the day down into rather than this overwhelming thing of going back. It's like, well, first, I've got to walk to school. I've done that. I've gone in. I've discovered where I'm supposed to be for the first session, lesson, whatever it is. I've done that. And just do that rather than just have this, you know, the overwhelmingness of what's to come uh, and just break down your day Mm -hmm. into little bits. Yeah, I think that's
0: really that's really good. I like that. I I like that idea of just approaching things a little bit at a time. Just do the next bit. You know, I I think that's a technique that I've been trying to teach my 11 year old. Um, Don't think about what we're doing in whatever time, you know let's just just do this bit, <laughs> just get dressed, <laughs> just have breakfast. Let's just focus on that. And uh, I think that's a really good tip for the school day as well. Um, I came across a, a little um, graphic from Young Minds, which is a really good organisation that listeners can can look up and, and take a look at. They have a lot of support on their website for um, those who are experiencing mental illness, but also those – Parents who might be worried and and actually just even you know you don't have to have a diagnosed illness just for support in general life and this particular um bit of information that I found this morning was about you know asking they'd ask their teenagers teenage activists questions they wish their parents had asked me, and I think a lot of these questions are um would be good for for all sorts of young people, so um you know is there anything you want to talk about? or uh what can i do to help or is there anyone who is upsetting you um where is a place you feel safe you know these are the questions that perhaps um wouldn't necessarily occur to us all the time as parents we just see perhaps the the stressed response the anxiety response that's often quite a big blow up and the temptation is to treat it as a as as a face as the face value you know you're exploding in my face and so I'm going to tell you to go away but actually if we take a, uh take that step back breathe as you as you suggested as parents if we can do that then that helps our young people move away from the immediate what do you mean um okay so how about as youth workers then if we put our other hats on <laughs> as those who work with young people, how do we support or how might youth workers across the country, um, whether they're perhaps in faith-based contexts or not, how might they support the families and the young people that they've got with them? What what would you suggest? What would be your suggestion?
1: Um, I think just, I mean, it's old school in some ways, but just whack if you've got people's addresses a postcard through the door i can do stuff at the beginning or before things happen but a week to 10 days into things being back i think it's a good time to send just a reminder you know praying for you as you start back you know aware it's been a couple of weeks hope Mm -hmm. things are going well um and just something encouraging in the card you know a helpful encouraging quote or something that just will build up postcards are great because it's you know everybody in the house can see what you've written Uh, so it's just that kind of um, being safe about what's being put through the Mm -hmm. post to people but doing that Mm -hmm. I think is great and maybe you've got a whatsapp group with some older teens on it and doing something similar particularly for those going back into sixth form and how they're going to do their Mm -hmm. a levels is going to look different they've already been talking about gcses and whether or not the exams need to be extended and maybe not Mm sat in july Mm -hmm. next year so you know there's Mm -hmm. all that going on um for older teens so i just think that reassurance just that kind of we know so not even like Mm -hmm. how can i fix it which again i think sometimes for youth workers, we can step into that. Yeah. How do I fix this? And but just we'll journey with you, and we're here. Um, you need to talk. I'm here. Um, need to chat something through. Need to go for a walk after school. Um, I can socially distance yeah. meet you, and we can chat as as you're walking home. As long as we've made sure that other people yeah. are aware we're doing it. But just that kind of being there, being with. Um, And I think as things start back, whatever that looks like. So we've got a team meeting for our youth work um, Sunday night um, in the church. We're going to try and we've got space to meet as a smallish team so we can um, not be too near each other, but just chat about how we're going to start back with the youth work. But a key element, I think, for me is going to be how can we have fun and just create a space that is relaxing and enjoyable for the young people to just be and and just kind of how do we start creating memories again that is about them having friendships, relationships yeah. with other young people and go gently on the God stuff. I think sometimes we can feel if we're in a Christian-based mm. context that we've missed months of discipleship. Therefore, the first <laughs> session back, I'm going through Romans just because I feel like we haven't <laughs> done anything for a while. Um, just enjoy yeah. being together. And I think that... Just that kind of reminding them that we've got this um, group, we've got this space where there's a sense of ownership and purpose and togetherness. And it might be weird because we've not Mm. done it for four months Mm, or mm. five months. Um, We've only seen each other Mm. on a video. Um, So it may take time and feel a bit weird as Mm. you start back. But I think doing something and doing something where Mm. it's light touch. Yeah. And maybe thinking less about what we're doing in terms of the activities but how we're doing those things so what are the values that have always underpinned Mm. our youth work and not losing those values whilst holding lightly to the stuff that we may have done that's no longer Mm. doable so you can't necessarily have Mm. an open youth club where all sundry could turn up because you've got a limit on the numbers Mm. you can meet with so it's we're going to have to be doing things differently and that's OK. Some things will work and some yeah. things won't. Um, I'd also want to say if people have felt that they're they're a failure or they've messed up or they, you know, they're disappointed with what they've done during lockdown. And I know that there's people shared. We had 40 turn up to our Zoom and it was yeah. awesome. And other people have shared things where mm-hmm. everything's gone great. There are other people that have run a Zoom and no yeah. other people have turned up. You know, they've tried to do something on YouTube and they've had three views and that was their mum, you know, oh, watching it gosh, times. Yeah. So it, I know. So it's and, and we can feel like how are we going to do anything because mm. it's not worked. Um, I Just the commitment that I've seen from youth workers, whether stuff has been engaged with or not, yeah. has been immense. Yeah. So I think I'd want to say to people, be kind to yourself as you start back. Don't try and do too much mm. too quickly, and less is more. So you know, doing something well that engages with a small group, but you feel there's a real sense of connection and coming together, and you do that once a yeah. fortnight—brilliant. You know, don't try and rush everything back and bubble everything up and and do too yeah. much. Um, start yeah. back gently.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's a really key kind of point because we we can as you know as we start things start to look a little bit more normal it's te- it is tempting definitely to rush in and fill the void and you know and kind of all go back to the normal that we had before and you know everything just starts up again in the same sort of way forgetting that you know a that probably isn't possible as you say you know can't run drop-ins there's an awful lot of stuff we still can't do but also that's not needed at the moment I think um, Um, I absolutely agree less is more a sort of um, quieter approach or a yeah a more gentle approach is is, is, would be a really good one definitely
1: and I think space space to hear stories and tell stories um, you know space to listen perhaps in a way that we haven't in our youth work practice we've been so busy filling our programs with stuff and activities But everybody's going to have lockdown stories, um, whatever those might be, and just giving people space to share that. Um, you know, we can still do uh, things where we bring, you know, encourage young people to bring their own snacks, yeah. for example, rather than we're mm. making stuff. Yeah. You know, we they're eating our own thing we've brought ourselves, rather than have tuck shop or other things open yeah. as we might normally but just creating that space to have story and yeah. listen and hear those experiences and kind of create that shared memory of, man, we've yeah. been through this together. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Together. yeah.
1: <laughs> So let's catch ourselves up on yeah. what going on. Uh, there's never been anything like this no. though, in my life. well, I,
0: I, I don't. I, there was a lot of talk, wasn't there, about the Spanish plague really having been the last sort of time when anything like this happened on a on a global yeah. scale in particular and you know there's very few people alive today who who were alive then let alone would remember it so uh yeah it's been extraordinary and uh, i think it's good to remember that and to to cement some of that um one of the things i looked at one of the trainings i did end up doing over zoom um we talked about you know giving young people the space to grieve actually and to Remember the things yeah. that that were lost, and you know, well, we couldn't do it like that, but we did. We did something else, you know, or we. Um, the thing that I was expecting to do, like the GCSEs or the Proms or the all of that sort of stuff, you know, actually, kind of um, trying to give them the space to really reflect on that, I guess, and um, and yeah. to tell those stories. Yeah, they they will be stories that they will tell for the rest of their lives, I think in many ways um so what is it then that our young people really need to know do you think as they return to school i think you know some of it we've sort of talked about already in terms of you know being kind to themselves and not 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 trying not to overwhelm themselves with thoughts of the full six hour day but moving forward a little bit at a time but are there any things that you can kind of pull out of that that you think it would be important as our young people return to school that they can try and hold these things in the forefront of their mind, maybe.
1: I think um, just, I mean, I was doing something with somebody else um, a little while ago and a a kind of little phrase, just you are enough. So, you know, just that sense of, you know, with all you've been through everything that's happened um, with whatever has been lost, or things that have been gained, or rediscovered. I mean, just in our in our house, the cooking mm. has gone crazy. The girls have done mm. loads of cooking, and and they've really mm. loved doing that. Um, I still generally clear up the kitchen when they've finished. But in terms of their enjoying, kind of being creative mm. and making mm. stuff, part of it is. Finding what we've discovered about ourselves, mm. maybe a new hobby, a new habit, a new thing, and and holding on to that as something positive in the midst of what has not mm. been positive. You know, things where, so just to you know, one example is um, our youngest was really looking forward to the end of year trip. Um, you know it was all books they were going to London they were going to take I don't know how they were going to take everything in but like literally there for about 36 hours and they were doing a river they were doing the London Eye they were going to the Tower of London they were going to Harry Potter World which is Mm, in London they were doing (laughs) 36 hours and having an amazing meal in a restaurant and staying somewhere overnight I'm like how many (laughs) weeks is this and it's like was
0: there any time for sleeping involved in any of that (laughs)
1: back in a coach from Lancashire mm. uh, to London. But, you know, obviously. Um, so, you know, there's a sense of loss that's not mm. just about mm-hmm. exams and stuff that didn't happen, but just simple, you know, pleasure things like that was a trip, you know, with friends and, you know, mm. that's not happened. Um, and yet in the midst of that, stuff that has happened that has been good, and there is good. I think it's finding the good and not losing it or wasting it mm. or forgetting about it, um, but enabling that to stay in some way. I think sometimes having a marker. I mean, we, we you mentioned mm. about loss and taking time to remember things and just take a moment to acknowledge mm. what we're missing, but also in the same way, think what have I gained? What have I learned about myself? You know, if if Some of our young people have struggled with resilience, for example, in a Mm. school context, just just reminding Mm. them you've come through. You know, we haven't enjoyed lockdown, but we're coming out the other side of it. You're going back to school. We've done it. We've managed it. And you may have thought when things stopped that you weren't going to cope with this. But with hindsight, we can look back and think we've actually done this. We've got through it. Um, And I think for some young people, that's been an incredible achievement. Some have had really difficult home environments where they've not been Mm -hmm. supported. uh, Home's not felt a safe or comfortable Mm -hmm. place Mm -hmm. to be. And can't wait to be back at school. Uh, For others, maybe home is their place of safety and encouragement. Mm -hmm. And they've thrived going back to a place where they feel more anxious than they do when they're at home. So I think acknowledging that flip flop, maybe of emotions and the way different young people are mm. feeling, what can we just say? What one thing can you think of that you've gained or you've learnt about yourself that is a positive coming through this time that you can hold on to as we go forward mm. into whatever's next?
0: Yeah, I think that's a really good would be a really good question to ask, a really good thing to remind our young people that in amongst everything that that can feel like it's gone wrong and, and in a certain sense has gone wrong <laughs> um, and been a very difficult circumstances but but there is always something good that comes out of it and it might be it might be something that's difficult to see at first um, but actually it's still important to think about it and see what um, yeah and, and try and try and dig for that the, the, the good that has happened definitely definitely Ali it's been really great to talk to you um just tell us and thank you mates. so much for your time this afternoon it's been really brilliant just tell us where we can find you um so for those people who are listening who might want to know more about the work that you do and um yeah what you're up to
1: um generally my website's the and you can also probably more often find me on Facebook, on my Facebook page, which is just Ali the Resource. Um, and there I try and share resources and ideas yeah. for ministry and yeah. also do occasional updates on stuff I'm doing if people Fantastic. want to join in.
0: thank you. And you can find me on Facebook as Jenny Talks. Um, and if anybody's listening to this and really would like to get involved and tell their story about... Um, you know supporting young people or supporting those who work with young people then do get in touch my email address is jennytalks at gmail.com Ali it's been great to talk to you today thank you ever so much and we'll talk again soon take care bye